With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. How much time till we're on? Get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, no Badge and Sats. Those two lazy buggers having a, a day off. Well, Badge is, uh, as you know, four weeks on, four weeks off. He's like uh, he's working in the mines and Sats today, taking his birthday off, hanging out in the wonderful city that is Penrith. Yeah, Hello, I mean, Matty Rogers. Uh, hey, Jace. How are you? Or Woogie? No. Is that all right? Yeah, whatever, mate. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it doesn't I mean, matter. Penrith. I mean, that's the place I'd want to go to for my birthday. So, well, hello that? to all our <laughs> listeners in the Riff. We do have a lot <laughs> I know, of listeners I, in the I Riff. Mean, but look, it's not, it's not exactly a holiday destination, is it? No, no. But he, he likes it. He can fly Jetstar into Penrith International Airport and, and, and straight he, back home again. And he is the, like, I mean, the Prince of Penrith. Oh, well, he's, well, no, he thinks he is. Yeah. Well, he probably he walks around with his tackle plane. He just. You know, having, having a coffee, sits his phone down on the table next to him and just presses play and just lets it run. He's got this favourite sandwich shop in Penrith. Oh, I forget what it's called. Anyway, he did that exactly that today. He said, oh, people are coming up wanting my photos. Like, no, you're asking. Yeah, I bet. People to take your photo. Yeah. Anyway, enough of him. Uh, welcome to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. And I know you listen to the show every night on 104.1. Uh, on I the do. God, yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I've, I've just downloaded the app, though. Beautiful, the SEN app. Yeah, the SEN app, and uh, I'm excited to, to get amongst it. Get, get amongst everything. All, all right. All shows SEN. Good, mate. And you can listen to our podcast later on. Awesome. If you want to critique yourself. Yeah, okay. All I'm right, or play to the kids to bore them or to get them out of the house. <laughs> Put them to sleep. Yeah, that's right. Uh, hello to our listeners through SEN 1170 in Sydney, 1620 on the Gold Coast. Uh, SEN track, also the SEN app, as uh, Maddie said. SENQ, 693 AM in Brizzy, and, of course, in Canberra. Gary Belcher's old stomping ground, 13.23 a.m. What was it like playing in Canberra in the middle of winter? Uh, you would look at the draw every year and just hope you weren't playing there in Saturday night in the middle of August or, you know, July. Where you, I, mean, I, I actually got hypothermia one night playing at Shark <laughs> Park, mad suddenly blowing through the field. Yeah, and, no, um, you know, I got out there and I thought, I'll get into it. I'll warm up. And I never really warmed up, so I thought, I'll stuff it. I'm not going in there. And the boys are like, come in and have a run. I'm like, nah, too cold. And uh, ended up getting space blanket, everything in the back room, taking no the hot Yeah, proper. I mean, you, you think I've ever lived that down with a few of my uh, old teammates. <laughs> like, who gets hypothermia playing a game of rugby league? I said, the guy standing out wide doing nothing. <laughs> that was me. I remember I used to do the sideline um, for another radio network in Canberra. Oh. And I, there'd be a Sunday afternoon game, sun shining. Uh, the the resis had chucked their uh, ice from their eskies onto the side of the field, and it'd stay there until at least full time. It was there. It, yeah, it, it wouldn't even melt in the middle of the afternoon. Probably there the next day. Oh, it was incredible. One night it was minus six on a Monday night game. Do you remember that game in oh. the nineties where it snowed there? Yeah, it was proper snow. Yeah, 
Luckily, I didn't get that. Yeah, no. Worst place to be when it's raining on a sideline as well. Hey, listen, big show tonight, Matty. Good to have you in the studio, by the way. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Uh, Love you to get involved. Ask Matty. Uh, any question you like, he's 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 buggered. He's been on book tours. He's driving trucks. He's doing everything. Oh, mate, driving trucks. <laughs> I'm looking for truck drivers. So just reach out to me. We, I, I, Send know, Jack a text. Yeah, Send yeah, us a exactly. text. If you, actually, if you're in what southeast Queensland, you need a job as a truck driver. Oh, yeah, I've I've got one for you. I know. <laughs> I re- what I rang you the other day, and you said people are stopping you for selfies with the truck. Oh, it's a bit. It's a bit. Yeah, I pulled up to a to a quarry the other day, and the, the the quarry manager came out, and he's like, "Rugby league royalty, what are you doing here?" I said, "Oh, mate, I'm, my driver's sick, and I had to get in the truck and drive." And he's like, "Mate, can you do me one favour?" And I'm like, "Yeah, what's that?" And he goes, "Just do not mention that you are here." He goes, "Because this quarry will shut down, and everyone will be running out for photos." I'm Fair like, "Mate, I'm happy to stay in the truck and you know keep the visors down, but um, oh, it's a bit of fun, mate. Keeps me busy." Hey, um, mate, Hector's on the text straight away. Good on you, Hector. Huge fan of Maddie, even more so after hearing more about your story. Bloody incredible. Uh, where can a cobber buy a copy, uh, a couple of signed copies for Chrissy? Love your work. You too, Woogie. Jeez, I've got to love her. Yeah, yeah you, nice, you did. Hector, good you work, did. Uh, well, well, Big W actually has uh, pre-signed copies in there. So if you jump into Big W, you can grab those. And um, Is that is that printed, though, pre-signed? No, no, mate. You've actually oh, I, sat I signed 10,000, uh, they call them tip-ins. What? Yeah, exactly, tip-ins. Uh, and they, and they, when they make the book, they put them into the book. So it, it is me. I actually... Uh, when they came, I was just, I can't sign all these. And, and they said, no, no, we need you to sign them all. Um, they've been promised to Big W or whatever. And uh, so I got my kids to sit down. <laughs> I said, righto, here's a pen, here's Did paper. You... I said, if you can get close to this. Oh, <laughs> I don't think you meant to say <laughs> no, that. No, no, but, but they couldn't get. <laughs> oh, I said, I'll pay you a dollar a signature. <laughs> and they couldn't get close. So they are How all. How dare de- you? They're, they're all my jet. You love those buttons, don't you? you just... <laughs> Mate, can you stick to your story? Mate, they uh, yeah, they couldn't get close, and I had to. I, I wrote no, I didn't. They were all my genuine signatures on the books. So, Look at him uh, backpedal. No, no, the dog signed I, a few. Yeah, uh, Chloe knocked you out. No, uh, if you've no, got it, was a... all me. It was all me, and uh, you know, thanks to my uh, team at Simon and Schuster for putting it all together. For so me. big Bingo. dub, big dubs, where you go to get them. The signed copies, but you can get the book in all good bookstores. Online Great Christmas as well. present online. Got an audio book that I read. That was tough. Oh, God, Doing I couldn't the audio imagine book. that. Oh, How man. long did that take? Seven days. What? Yeah, yeah, it was solid. Why am I saying what? I've got yeah. Oprah. What? <laughs> exactly. What, so. with seven days? Yeah, seven days, of it, like three or four hours a day. Just you, you got to get the pronunciation right, the tone right, and then you go back, you sort of – it, it's it's a pretty full on process. Did so, you ever, uh, at any stage, think about bringing in an actor like George well, Clooney or Brad Pitt? Well, can I tell you, I said that. I said, oh – you know, they, well, Russell all, they, Russell Crowe. Well, I, I probably shouldn't say this, but they said uh, you can you can <laughs> we can get a voice actor in. Right. Well, firstly they said do you want to do an audio book, and I said yeah yeah oh uh, do I have to? And I said oh look, well there's a, a lot less um, cost to the audio book, so there's more. So no hardcover. Yeah, more revenue for the author. And I said oh yeah, sweet, <laughs> I'll do it. And they said um, <laughs> do, do you want to do you want to. Um, do you want to read it or do you, do you want us to get someone in to read it? And I said, oh, I'll just get someone else in. And then they said, well, if the author actually reads it, it goes better again. You know, so I go, okay, I'll put the time in. So It's not that I didn't want to do it, but I just, you know, 
Who wants to sit there and read their own book for seven days? Oh, and I'd read it a few times prior to that. Yeah, right. Um, so, Wouldn't yeah. it be funny if you got like a, a celebrity to do it? Yeah, well, and someone that everybody knew wasn't me. Yeah, you know, like, like a, a Rusty. Yeah, yeah, like a Russell Crowe or someone like that. That'd be funny. Ricky Stewart. Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth, yeah. oh, please, yeah, come on. Yeah. No, yeah, Chris have. Hemsworth. Liam's, yeah. Liam's the, the less famous one, but he's famous. Well, he'd be popular at the Home and Away. Yeah, yeah. Which absolutely. one was on Home and Away? Jack would know that. Chris. Oh, Chris was on. Chris. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I didn't expect you to answer that so quickly as well. <laughs> hey, listen, at the end of the show tonight, you can grab a po- copy of the podcast, Sports Day in New South Wales. Uh, you'll hear that anyway on the SEN app, Maddie. You won't have to worry about that. Uh, you can subscribe through Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We're also on TikTok, Badge Sats SEN. We need to do a better job on our TikTok. I, I sent Jack an email today. Jack, you've got to put the last laugh up. I've got no idea how TikTok works. Mate, I don't either, but it, it goes nuts. It does go bananas, doesn't it? It does. People Actually, are, yeah. Speaking of the last laugh, can can you? we always finish the show every night. With a joke. Sats' joke, and it's crap. Yeah, okay. Can you just do something remotely funny tonight? Oh. You don't know, not right now. It's a lot. It's at well, the end of the well, show. You can, You've you got gonna, two hours. You're going to throw me. You're going to throw me. I'm going to just Google jokes. Oh, right. Okay. I'll, I'll do that. That's all Sats does. <laughs> at about 10 to 8, you go, mate, you got your joke. Oh, God. <laughs> on the computer. Hey, Jaleesa Apps is joining us on the show as well. Big Bash kicks off tonight. I'm excited about this. I'm going yeah. to hammer Jaleesa about, uh, you know, how to build my perfect super coach team because. I, I'm, I've, I haven't been into. I've loved, I love Big Bash, but I've never been into it. Into it, but having mm. a, being a super coach, and understanding it, it's going to mm. help me understand the players, follow the game, mm-hmm. and get right into it. So I'm, I'm excited to have her on. We both joined up this afternoon just so we can get the hang of it, and it was, I don't know, it was like. Two old blokes trying to work out how to use a mobile phone for the first time. <laughs> An ATM, and we're going. What do we do? Right. <laughs> and we're like, Jack. Can you help us? Yeah. And Jack's like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we're on it, and we're looking forward to that tonight. The Big Bash kicks off, uh, and don't forget, throughout the year, throughout the season too, download that SCN app and catch all the action on Big Bash Nation. Adam Peacock previews the World Cup semifinals. Of course, the first one tomorrow morning, uh, five 6 a.m. New South Wales time, 5 a.m. Queensland. It is the biggie between Argentina and the 2018 finalist, Croatia. Um, come on, Croatia. Come on, Argentina. No, they cheat, mate. They dive at everything. Oh, it's South messy. American football. No, I don't like Messi it. Messi is, he deserves, I mean, sport's not fair, right? It's it, No. You know, people who deserve things often don't get them. And uh, I just hope that, I mean, this would be the, the jewel in the crown of one of the most amazing careers in across any sport. His record is just phenomenal. And he's just a sublime Footballer, sublime. Do you like that? No. No? <laughs> you don't no. like Messi? Oh, I don't know enough about him. Only when the World Cup's on. But I don't, mate, I, they knocked Australia out. How dare you, oh, it's Matt Rogers? About, it's not about. They it's beat about us. Respecting, it's about respecting greatness. That's what it's about. Well, what's wrong with Croatia? Who plays for, do you know anyone who plays for Croatia? Jack. <laughs> Modric. Modric. Oh, okay. Yeah, Modric. He's a good player. Yeah. But, you know, like Messi's just, you know, he's been around. It'll just to see him lift the World Cup, it'll be akin to a Pele lifting the World Cup or a Maradona lifting the World Cup. But icons of the game that I think deserve it. Mm. Uh, but like I said, you know, often, you know, what you think people should get in sport, 
pretty it can be pretty cruel sometimes. Junior Smithy has uh, gotten on the text said, "Evening, boys. Maddie, I have your book already, and it was a great read." Oh, thanks, Junior. Um, you have to write another one now. Well, I've got enough material. They put a lot on the cutting room floor. They Did said, they? I, yeah, like about 60,000 words. And I, I said, what, what are you going to do with all that? And they said, well, we can't put it in there. I said, why? And they said, it's just like, it's, like a, it's, it's a commitment issue. Right. You know, like people pick a book up yep. and they hold it and they're like, I, I can commit to that. Yeah, right. They hold something nah. that thing. They're like, yeah, nah. Leave it on the shelf. No, I don't. So, that's, yeah, no, I don't like those. They're yeah. like those Bryce Courtney books. Yeah, you, you yeah. need three people. Would you to remember count. Steve War's book? Yeah, that was like a the, the tour, the, the first diaries. That was that thing yeah. was so thick. Uh, yeah. I got about a quarter of the way in, and I couldn't, I couldn't get through it. Yeah, right. There's a lot to chew on. Uh, well, you're not, book, not meant though. to eat it though. You're meant no, to um, actually well, read the book. That was uh, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Um, as I said, Adam. Not all Pe- about food, mate. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Even when they're not here, the fat jokes continue. Jeez, what were we talking about this afternoon? KFC. KFC. Oh my god. And now they're not even sponsors. Either. No, they're not. <laughs> You're not. Don't, no Something more. came up, and I've gone on now. I can't stop thinking about KFC. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, true or false? We'll throw a couple of those at each other, boys. Have you uh, and listeners? Have you got one for us? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Chance here to ask Maddie Rogers a question about anything and find out whether it's true or false. We continue. It's great work Jack, the producer, is putting together for the 12 great sporting moments of 2022. Yep. We kicked it off last week, uh, last night with Lane Beachley uh, tonight. Lane Not, Beachley? Sorry, Steph Gilmore, who Come broke. Come on, who broke Lane yeah, Beachley's I know, record. I know, sorry. Oh, we uh, love Lane, don't get me well, wrong. Two great, two, two great, great female surfers, surfers and um, Australians. Another female sports star features tonight. Yeah. So we'll get to that real soon. Uh, as I said, you can get involved in anything. 0457 736 736. Got a question for Maddie? Shoot him through or 1300 01170. The big news today, obviously the Big Bash kicks off tonight uh, with uh, the Thunder taking on the Stars in Canberra. Melbourne Stars batters Marcus Stoinis and Joey Burns, who's a Queenslander, are recovering from COVID-19 infection. Both available for selection tonight. However... They've got to take their own. They've got to get their own way separately from the team to the ground. No dressing room, then I assume. Uh, separate dressing rooms, and they must wear hazmat suits on the field. <laughs> hazmat suits. So you'll notice them. So they'll make a decision on whether they'll play uh, closer to the coin toss. You're right. So they've got their own dressing room. Yeah, well, I mean, they're certainly not going to be standing next to the keeper in the slips, then I assume. Like, I mean, how do you? It's a joke, right, isn't it? It's just, it doesn't matter. Don't be fisting your other teammate when you score a four or something. You know, they go and fist bump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I may have said that wrong. Yeah, I said that wrong. Don't be doing both of them. I'm glad you clarified right? that. Yes. What about, this, what about this crap news? Be Quickly before we go to a break about uh, Candace Warner and the abuse that she's been copying from fans in Adelaide in front of the kids. It's not on, is it? Made my blood boil, I've got to say. Um uh, my wife and Candy are good friends, and and just to see to to, to have, I mean, football. Yes, professional athletes understand that they are, you know, the fans are engaged, and you know, you hear some stuff that you know you'd probably rather not, but you can sort of brush it off. But for someone to attack the wife of a player whilst having her kids with her and having them subjected to that, that they they should be found and banned. I mean, there's, it's just not on. Um, it happens too much on social media where people think they have the right yep. to comment and say whatever they, you know, I mean, I think they're, sometimes their brains detach from their 
spotty when they, they ride on these posts. But uh, to see Candy and, and the kids go through that, um, it is just it's, – it's not – it's just not cricket. No. It's, it's not – and look, he's going to cop a bit more too when, when this first test on Saturday at the Gabba starts with South Africa. They are going to give it to Dave Warner. Well, he, he can – How do you reckon he'll cope with that? Well, he can handle – I mean, he's a tough – He did it though. He cracked – yeah, true. South, I mean, they're not going to let up on him. And, I mean, look, and the, 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 the thing is, when you are a good sledge mm. is one that is true and you know it's true. Mm. Uh, you know, they can give it to him about, you know, fans being off him. They can give it to him about his form. You know, they can give it to him about, you know, the, the leadership stuff, you know, sandpaper gate. It's all gonna. It's all gonna hit the mark, mm. and it's how he responds to it. Yeah, uh, he's a tough. He's a tough. He's a. He's a tough athlete. I, I think he. I think this is a, a line in the sand moment for him. He's he's almost three years without a century. Yeah, I didn't know that until you said that today. Almost three years without a test century. I remember when Mark Wall, uh, when Mark Taylor went through about eight, an eighteen month period yep. where he didn't score a ton, and everyone was he was a captain, and everyone was calling for his head. After about a year, yep, it's been nearly three years for for Dave Warner. So, but there's so much cricket now that's played. Yep, you know we got a you got a ton in the one dayers recently. Yeah, and you, you sort of like forget. Yeah, you do because they, you see him, you know, performing on different stages. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he responds to uh, all this pressure. Hey, Noel from the Goldies on the line. Uh, Matty wants to ask you a question about the 2003 World Cup, uh, in particular, Johnny Wilkinson. G'day, Noel. How are you guys? I know. Yeah, very good, mate. What's your what's your question for the rat? Oh, uh, Matty, listen, I've always been a big fan of yours, man. Um, yeah, you know, like uh, Johnny Wilkinson. Do you hate him after that final? You know, I thought Stevie Larkham was the better ten on the day, but it just boiled down to that one boot, that one kick. And oh, I think it was a left footer too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was off his left. Look, uh, you can. Uh, Johnny's a gentleman, and you know, a great competitor. I, I think what a lot of people don't really appreciate was how good of a game manager and overall footballer he was. His defence was as good as anyone I've seen. He could hit like a like a back roller. Like he was he was almost Andrew Johns like in that regard. Uh, he controlled the game. Look, I you know it's it's one of the things that I still haven't dusted myself off over. You know, like and it, it's come up a lot on my book tour yep. and stuff when I'm yeah. around. But um, I bet. yeah, it's always hard. I, do I hate him? Couldn't hate it him. Was- just, uh, just hate the moment. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, look, it was, it was our game. It was our final, and it would have been our third. And it was just, um, yeah, it was. I think England didn't win that. We lost that. Oh well, that's the way. I've they, they hadn't won it. They hadn't won it. They hadn't lost a game for fifteen months leading up to that. They were, without a doubt, the number one team in the world leading into that World Cup. We were coming off the back of a pretty ordinary Tri Nations, and um, we sort of. You know, I think, you know, we, we probably played our grand final in the semi-final against the All Blacks. But, uh, yeah, look, it's it's one of yeah, those ones you look cool. back of. And I was with a lot of my old teammates at uh, the Rupa Player Awards last week in Sydney and uh, Todd Okefus and the Justin Harrisons and Jeremy Pauls. And, and we've all got a moment in that game where we look back on and think, man, yeah. if only I'd just done I that bet. then. Mm. Or if only I just did this. Or yeah. if that didn't happen. So, you know, we all live with it. Um, it's uh, It's... Yeah, it's one of those ones that you wish you could change. One of those but, moments. Yeah, but, Johnny. Uh, Johnny went on to play with um, 
he went on to play with uh, Matty Gitto. Saracens, did he? With uh, Matty Gitto for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, over in Toulouse. Yeah, yeah, down in France. Yeah. Right, Noel. Noel, thanks for your call, mate. We've got to run. Thanks, We've got to go to break. Cheers. Have a good, good night. There you go. Got any questions for Matty? one 1170 or 457 736-736. Plenty coming through, mate. We've got to go to a break. Jaleesa Apps is going to help us with the Big Bash as it kicks off tonight. The Thunder taking on the Stars in Canberra. There's COVID. There's everything. It's probably There's probably a lot of Cs. Uh, COVID, cold, Canberra. I don't know. We'll think of some others as well. And she's going to help us out with this BBL Supercoach, which we've con- oh, kind of got we've our got, heads around. No, we don't. We've got no <laughs> idea. Pretend. We just guessed. <laughs> yes. But oh. I, but I don't know what a good score is. So my my projected score is nine hundred and fifty eight. Is nah, that good? Nine mine's nine fifty four. I don't know. We will have to ask her that as well. And but and but who'd you pick as your captain? Oh, let me have a look. I don't even know. I just I've, get, I've got I Ben just, McDermott. Yeah, that's my skipper. Anyway, let's talk to Jaleesa and maybe uh, our listeners uh, can help us out too. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Back in a mo. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, no Badge and Sats. Uh, Sats is uh, taking the day off for his 51st birthday Hanging out in Penrith. Uh, he'll be back out tomorrow night. Yeah, just went to a sandwich shop for lunch and said he got mobbed. Can you yeah. believe that? I, Amy, uh, Adam, and uh, Adam from Amy Plains has just asked: Is it true, Matty really wanted to play for the Blues in the State of Origin series at some point? Thank you, from Adam. Of course you would have. No, oh. not even ne- never once. What did I ever want to change? I was I, I chose Queensland. Um, because I'd played for Queensland my whole life and I spoke to my dad about it and my mum was a born and bred Queenslander and one of 13 kids and I've got 400 Queensland cousins. <laughs> and when I got the chance to actually play for them at the top level, I said yes and I never, ever thought about playing for New South Wales. You know, I thought we might escape some Queensland chatter uh, today and we could have, you know, not talked about state of origin at all. But no? uh, clearly that's not oh. going to be the case. No. I want to talk cricket. I want to talk uh, the Big Bash, which kicks off tonight in Canberra. People have got COVID. It's probably going to be cold. Uh, Jaleesa Apps is joining us now. Obviously, she does, the, if you're in Sydney, she does the sports news on Channel 10. She's doing breakfast at the moment. You can hear her during the footy season. On There's not a thing she doesn't do this late. She's just come back from the Rugby League World Cup as well, Maddie. She's, wow. she's all over it. <laughs> but she's a cricket nuffy. She loves her oh, cricket. Jaleesa, hello. Hello, Dave. How are you going? Hey, before we start the cricket chat, I heard you had a very good time at the SEN Christmas party. Oh, oh wow. Please, come on. Just hammered the buffet? No, no, there was no buff, no, there was no oh, buffet. Oh, no. Uh, but I got dragged out by Sats because he didn't drink. So a non-drinker. Right. And if I wanted to lift home to the Goldie, Jaleesa, I had to go with him. Otherwise, it was about a 1am train ride home. Oh, so, no. so you hit that. I was kidnapped. I said that. I was actually bundled into a black van and kidnapped. Wow. Yeah. So that no, blindfolded. Hey? It sounds like something Sats would do. Yeah, well, he's the most. Don't, don't go out with him. Oh, at least you've got a driver, but you've got to leave, you know, just after the event starts. Anyway, let's talk about uh, – Matty Rogers is here too, by the hey, way, Jaleesa. Jaleesa. how are you? 
Hello, I'm good. How are you? Oh, well, I'm excited to talk to you because we've just started our <laughs> super coach careers. Yes. And uh, I mm-hmm. feel like I, I don't know what a good score is for a team when they uh, – can you tell me what a good score is for a Projected team? Projected score. Well, well, a good score. If you get 900, is that a good score? Yeah, 900's a pretty good score. I'm aiming for about a – I want a 1,200. Oh, score. how? That's well, how I'm, is 900 good if you're, you're on 1,200? out so let's just ease you in but oh, okay. you've got to look at um have you looked at like the double games and you've looked at the back like the thunder have the back-to-back double rounds so right. you have pl- load up your team with thunder players okay well this is the stuff we need to know yeah so we didn't know that yeah and now so, i haven't got time to change yeah. no no but but no you can trade you can trade Oh, but what? Well, can I ask you this, yeah, Jaleesa? Yeah, you can trade up until the first game. So basically there's the Stars, the Sixers, uh, sorry, the Stars, the Thunder and the Strikers, they all have the double round for round one. So that means they play twice. So you want to load up on those players. But then next week you want to have the Thunder in there. You want to have more Thunder players this week because they didn't have back-to-back double rounds. Oh, this so is someone too like hard. Alex Hayes. Only eighty three k. It's so cheap. So oh, who, what's I've his name? Can you say that again? Alex Hales. Alex Hales. Can you tell us this privately? Hales, I don't yeah. want to give this away. So, so can you tell me who? Like the the, the Big Bash is a great pr- platform for breakouts. You know, young players to it's, a, it's a, a platform that some of these kids never get to play on. Like they're starting out their professional careers. Who is going to be this? Who can I get cheap that's going to just break out season and just score me plenty of points? Okay, so my Smokey, and he is only 69K, which is one of the cheapest players in the competition, is Todd Murphy, and he's playing for the Sixers. Now, unfortunately, if he plays a lot of games, that's going to come at the expense of our good friend Steve O'Keefe. But I think even Steve O'Keefe would probably pack Todd Murphy to get a few games in there. And the reason is is because he's been playing brilliantly for Victoria. He bowled them to victory over New South Wales. Uh, I mean, like a few weeks ago. And he also took four wickets um, for Australia A uh, against the West Indies. So he's a really good young spinner. He's only 22 years old. And they're already sort of saying, like, could he be the next Nathan Lyon? Mm. And I think Big Bash is where he started, came sort of into his own last year. Just He joined, I think, the Sixers, I want to say, was probably six games to go. But he was really good. And, and he's my cheap one. So okay. him. We like cheap. I'm going to have to go in the next ad break. I'm going to have to go through my entire team and trade it out somehow <laughs> yeah. and load it up with uh, some cheaper versions and some Thunder players. Uh, do we expect the stars of the Big Bash, the guys who really had a, a wonderful uh, season last year, like your Ben McDermott's and your Jason Sangers, do you expect them to star again this year? And I think someone like Rashid Khan, who had actually had a bit of a quieter year last year, um, he will be, uh, I think he after his World Cup, he was fantastic in the World Cup, obviously on Aussie soil. So I think that he'll be someone that will kind of back up their form from maybe the years before. Alex Hales is a really good one. He's only 130k and he was really good um, again in the World Cup for England. There is a bit of a late COVID scare. So Marcus yeah. uh, Stoinis, he's cheap. He's only 83K. And obviously you get points for him for bat and bowling. So he's a good player to um, pick up. But he's got COVID. So they're, and the, it's kind of a funny one because 
the rules are you don't have to isolate with COVID. I'm not sure if that's the same in Queensland, but certainly in New South Wales and Victoria, you don't have to isolate if you have COVID anymore, if you don't have any symptoms. So I don't know if it's the case of he's just tested positive, but he's got no symptoms, but they actually haven't ruled him out. No, they went in so separate cars. They've got might... separate change rooms and they will be playing in hazmat yeah, suits, so I taken... believe. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, and disinfecting the ball. That's so right. They, but they haven't actually ruled him out yet. So that's one to keep an eye on. And he was also with Alex. He put an Instagram story up yesterday with Alex Hale. So, if he starts causing chaos in my team, I will be fuming. Right, yeah. Well, it's one way to get right into the cricket. Also, all the best of his recovery. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one way to get right into <laughs> into a sport is to get into into super coach. I've done it before in other leagues, and I'm just in, ingrained in it. I'm, I'm oh. determined to get right into the big bash this year. Yeah, so me I'm excited too. Excited for the information. Oh, you've done it in soccer before. I've I only have. done it in NFL amongst mates well, before. I, I've done yeah soccer, NFL, all that sort of stuff, and back in the day league, but. Um, Man, I, I absolutely love it. Greg Bird used to play super coach and pick himself, and you'd never get the ball off him in a game. <laughs> that was it. I'm like, mate, your super coach points are not going to help us out here. Give me the ball. That's great. Hey, Jaleesa, what about skipper? I've done it. Sorry, go. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, what about a skipper? We're, we're toing and froing about our captains. Who, who would you have? Who's a good value captain? It's double points, right? Okay, well, yeah, it's double points. And do you know you know how to use the captaincy loophole? No. no. Talk to me. <laughs> I love a loophole. Okay. So basically you make your you make a decent player your vice captain and you have your um you make someone on your bench who won't play your captain. And then the person you actually want to be your captain, if they end up doing well, you can swap them uh out. And you, but if they don't do well, then your vice captain gets your double points. What? It's very, very complicated. If you're not super across, super coach, I wouldn't do it because oh. you end up tying yourselves and yourself in knots. Oh. And you also forget. I'm determined. Like, I'm determined. Game or just... I'm, I'm determined to learn. <laughs> if you're like 20 minutes, if you're 20 minutes late to a game, um, you then and you you've forgotten to change it. It can actually bring you massively undone. But oh, there is no. a bit of a captaincy loophole there. But right. what I've done, I've done Marcus Stoinis purely because of uh, the double round. So right. um, I think, and also because bat bowl, you get the points um, for both. So I went Marcus Stoinis, and I went Rashid Khan as my vice captain. So he, if Marcus Stoinis is ruled out, he might end up being my uh, captain. But uh, yeah, I, I hope he's not. Yeah, well, I've got no Thunder players in my team, so I'm literally <laughs> next break. Where I guess where, what Matt's doing for the next the 20 plane. minutes now, not concentrating. Yeah. He'll be fixing up his super coach team. Uh, Jaleesa, uh, you'll be back on breakfast, but oh, just very quickly, we've got about a minute to go. Uh, your thoughts on the whole fans against Candace Warner? It, it's disgusting, right? Oh, disgraceful. And um, like I've said this for, I don't know if they're the right word. It, it, it's, uh, people probably get a little bit angry at this, but I think there's kind of an undertone of misogyny there. And I don't think it just comes from men. I actually think a lot of the time it comes from women. And I think it's constantly directed at Candace. And I'm just, I, I get fed up with the Candace hate. I, I like Candace and David Warren. I think they keep life very interesting and you always know where they stand. So it, abuse should never. 
never be tolerated towards someone's family is ridiculous. And with two young children, I don't know what those men were thinking. Yeah, yeah. Jaleesa, we'll catch you tomorrow morning uh, on breakfast. Is, is it you and Sock again tomorrow? No, it's me and Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Jeez, they're pulling out the big guns. Jimmy well, Smith. Well, actually, I'm not on tomorrow. It's Jimmy and Joe Healy. Oh, so you're not on. Oh, okay. Have you been given the you-know-what already? I think I annoyed Jimmy too much this morning. No, I've got a, I've got a, another commitment with Ken tomorrow, but Radio. I'll be back Thursday, Friday. Mate, you are welcome on Sports Day anytime, all right? At least we have some fun. Hey, listen, Jaleesa, thanks for your time tonight. Good luck with the super coach, and we may be calling you and texting you going, we need help, all right? Yes, we will. <laughs> anytime. It's genuinely my favourite radio show. Load up on Thunder Players. Right, oh, done. We'll on. do it tonight, right now. Okay, Jaleesa Apps, thanks for your time on Sports Day. We better get to a break. We're doing it for Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, no Badge, no Sats. Matty Rogers and Jason Matthews in the Sports Day studio uh, tonight. Jeez, mate, it's uh, the text machine. It is on bl- Look at it. blowing up tonight. 0457 736 736. So if you want to chat to Matty, got some questions. Uh uh, give us a call, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Eels Muzz, being a massive league and union fan, it's very special having Matt on the show tonight. Matt is in my all-time best league and union teams, without a doubt. Great show, boys. That's nice, isn't oh, that's it? That's very, that's very nice. Thank you very much, uh, Maddie and Jason. Is your wife still involved in modelling? This is from uh, from Gavin. Yeah, sporty, uh, sporty gab. It's a bit creepy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, she's not. Uh, and without Clemmer and Barnett, I'm worried about my beloved Knights. What are your thoughts on the Knights for 2023? Uh, Hastings is up there. Did Hastings mm. sign? He's a good get for them, I think. Yeah. Um, but He's been to a few clubs. Yeah, but I think he's matured. He's come back. And, you know, I think he did some good stuff with the Tigers last year. I think. Would you have him in your top eight? Who? Newcastle next year? No. I wouldn't either. No, no, no. But I don't know. I, I think they've got to work some stuff out up there. Um, yeah. Can I, I don't know. I, I, I can't put my finger on what it is. It, it's a no to modelling for Chloe? No, no. She doesn't model anymore. Although and, she did do a 25-year reunion and did a piece for Jeans West just recently. Oh, nice. Which is good. Got a, got a couple, she was the Jeans West girl. She was. Girl. That's yeah. what sort of – well, she was modelling before that, but that was a big campaign that got her into yeah. TV. But – I got a bag full of jeans, West clothes. It was oh, fantastic. nice, nice. Love a freebie. And my wife's not modelling either. Sporty Gav, she <laughs> gave that up as well. Just want to let you know. Uh, evening shaggers, uh, absolutely love hearing from you, great sir Matt Rogers. And honestly, I can't wait to get your book for Chrissy from the kids. That's from the Reptile. Quickly, I want to talk to you about the book, and uh, it's called A Father Son. Um, yeah. Mate, you went through quite a an emotionally draining time just writing this book and then mm. and then hitting the trail for yep. the book tour, it, it hit you again, right? It did. I, well, the, I did, did five days back-to-back all over Sydney and then, then flew home and then flew to Cairns and flew to Townsville and drove from Townsville to the Gold Coast. Had like 12 or 13 stops on the way down, different events and stuff. And 
Uh, it was, it was, it was, it, it took its toll emotionally. Just, and, and I want to validate everyone's story when they come up to me and I'm, you know, I try to be a nice guy. And I'm, I'm sure if anyone was there will say I was, but because I'm, you know, I'm certainly not rude. But it just, it just, it did wear me down a little bit. I had to cancel the last week. Um, the book, well, if you get the book and you read it, you'll understand sort of why. Um, but I wanted to tell every the whole story of my life and the things that I went through and and how I dealt with them and came out the other side. But reliving it over and over again with everyone um, became a little bit too much. So I, I did have to cancel the last week of my tour. And people were coming up and opening up to you. About their situation. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, I understand That's pretty that. impressive, though. I mean, like, that people trust you and, and to, mate, it's, it means you've made a massive connection, Yeah, mate. and, you know, the, probably some of the hardest stuff were, were, were people with, you know, with autistic kids. And it's, it's just hard. And I just I know how hard it is. I've been there. Mm. And, um, you know, we still have our challenges, but Maxie's doing amazing. Um, and, you know, just... We have made a bit of an impact in that world through what we've been able to do. And to be able to give a little bit back to that space, it makes Chloe and I feel so good. Um, it's a real purpose-driven thing that we do there. Uh, but, you know, and, and people just coming up and thanking me with tears in their eyes. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know how many times I was sitting behind a table signing books and just started crying with a mother who's just thanking me for what we've done, which means the world to me. But I'm the, I'm the guy, when we do do our charity stuff, the hardest thing for me to do is actually go out and give the stuff away because I, I just I know what they're going through and it just breaks yeah. me down. Yeah. You know? So I, I get our accountant to, to ring up and give the stuff away because it, it just – and it's not that I don't want to be there. It's just I just – it just hurts me because mm. I see the pain. So I, I sort of went through a bit of that for a week or two and I just – for my own mental well-being, I needed to just pull back. And sorry for all those people in Bathurst and uh, Mudgee that I didn't get to. Um, I just, I just had to look after myself. And and as we said earlier, people can buy signed copies of the book through Big W. Yeah, and you can get it at all good bookstores if you're yep. not near a Big W. Evening, fellas, Maddie. I got your book only to realise I need glasses, so I got it on audio books <laughs> as well. Outstanding book. Listen to it in a day and a half. The fact you narrated as well only enhanced the quality. Steve from Dubbo. Now, he's very rarely serious, Steve, Steve from, from Dubbo. Dubbo. Well, I love you, Steve from Dubbo. I think um, he bought the book as well because he was going to get you to sign it. Many people do that, though, I've been told. They buy the book and they get the audio and they sort of flip the pages as the book's being read. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't know this. But, yeah, that was a challenge, doing the audio book, I've got to tell you. Seven days of reading my book that I'd read many times prior <laughs> and written. So uh, We're going to get – Matty's going to read the entire book uh, from <laughs> 7 o'clock tonight and he'll finish. We'll, we'll, we'll go off the air when he's finished. I might not be here. No, he won't but be. You just, can no. you just push this button over here? No, not, not a problem. <laughs> You'll be able to finish up. All right, we're going to go to break. This is Sports State. Thanks to Kia. More of Matty Rogers and your texts on the way soon. And don't forget, after 7 uh, in New South Wales, 6 o'clock in uh, Queensland – We'll be joined by Adam Peacock as we preview the semi-finals at the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, we haven't got time for this. <laughs> we just, uh, we're doing our I'm, big I'm, ba- I'm, I'm happy now. <laughs> are, we on, are we on air? We're on air. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
I was doing my mate, my projected super coach score now is a thousand and eighty four. I feel like I'm on Jaleesa's level. No, but I've now I've got a wicket keeper who's not even playing. Oh, I've got, I've got to do Should have gone with Billings, mate. Stream every NFL game this season live on the NFL Game Pass. Visit NFLGamePass.com. What time's this game start? Uh, New England Patriots dis- defeated the Arizona Cardinals 27-13 today. Is Brady going back? No, There's talks. surely not. There's talks? No. No, I, I, I don't think so. Uh, I'm, I'm happy about that because I'm a big Niners fan and it's, I always like to see someone in a division get beaten, although I'm not a Patriots fan at all. Um, I do I do, I do, do support greatness, though. And when Tom Brady was there, I did love seeing what he did. But what I was really impressed with was when he went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl there. I know, and he saved and, all that money on tax as well. Yeah. Is that, is that, that very low tax rates? Florida. <laughs> yes. Right. Smart man. Yes. Smart man. Do you, I remember seeing a video. He's staying in Derek Jeter's... House yeah. and 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 his bedroom. Derek Jeter's bedroom was the size of my house, size of a baseball diamond. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Mm. Hey, well done, Ash Barty. Been crowned uh, the Newcomb Medal winner for a record fifth consecutive year at the Australian Tennis Awards in Melbourne last night. Well done. Hey, uh, some texts here too. Yes, uh, Newcastle, Glenn, the Reality King. Now this guy's normally well a jerk. Uh, and he's being very <laughs> gracious tonight. G'day, Justin, Jack, Maddie, and Sats and Badge, if you're listening. Yeah, I'm a bit starstruck texting the great Maddie, but I thought I'd do it anyway as practice for my interview tomorrow night. Cheers, Glenn. He's – I don't know if we have – do we have an interview with him tomorrow night? Yeah, five o'clock for the Christmas special. Oh, for what? God's sake. Why? Uh, because we've got a what we call a whack pack. Right. <laughs> we, put, we put all our – you know, aloof uh, <laughs> listeners together. together right, okay. So there's, I like it. There's Glenn Adrian, uh, who's an accountant. So he he'll be on there. I want Steve on there from uh, Dubbo, but he won't come on. There's a couple of others too. Yeah. And oh, Danger, we love Danger, but they just all fight with each other. It's great. We just sit back and yeah. watch them fight. No, good one. So we'll put them all on the phone at the same, same time. time tomorrow night. <laughs> Good one. Uh, who is Maddie's favourite roomie well, from uh, either code and I, why? Can I say? In rugby, we didn't have roomies. You got your own room, so you sort of. But but my favourite, well, I mean, and and I'll tell you, like league, the rooms that we stayed in, there was nothing good about them ever. It was generally like a flag in, or like I played back in the day before Super yeah. League and all that. You stuff. stayed in motels. Yeah, motels. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But my my favourite teammate that I spent a lot of time next to, Phil War, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. We we for five years sat next to each other on every bus ride. There was always uh, other seats, but we'd sit there and we'd chat. And we'd, you know, we just had a great time together, and uh, he was an amazing player and a great bloke. Right, yeah. There you go. Keep your texts coming through, 0457 736 736. We've got to go to a break. Adam Peacock joining us soon. We'll also continue our countdown of 2022's uh, special Australian sporting moments for the year. Uh, as I said last night, we had uh, the wonderful Steph Gilmore tonight. Another lady. Oh, very good. Another lady who's uh, the best at her sport and is just the best human being. We'll get to her soon. This is Sports Day. Uh, thanks to Kia. When we come back, we'll get into all of that. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to work out our super coach teams. We'll be back quick. didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle, Kia Carnival GUV. 
This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hello, hour two of Sports Day. Welcome to it. If you're just joining the show, you can get involved anytime you like. 0457 736 736. We love your text from McDonald Jones Homes. Mm. Or better, you can call us 1300 01 1170. Talk to Matt Rogers, who's my co-host tonight. Badge and Sats. Not here. Sats will be flying home shortly from Penrith International Airport. Penrith He's been International. Yeah, he doesn't. Mate, they've got a special airstrip for him there. <laughs> he just flies in. Now he's uh, down helping uh, Jack settle into Penrith because he's doing some work with the Panthers. Oh, he's so good. That's yeah, awesome. so he's pretty. He's a pretty proud dad. So he's down there at the moment, and it's his birthday. So got to get a cake for tomorrow, Jack. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll buy it. Should we get it in? Like, should we get his try saving tackle printed on it? I was just going to get him a sponge, mate. So, but if you. <laughs> All right, and I'll jump out of Over it. Over and above. Cool. No, yeah. don't. It'll have to be a big sponge. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not very nice. Uh, what else am I doing? Oh, the McDonald Jones birthday sale is on now. Adam Peacock will preview uh, the World Cup semifinals uh, shortly. Jack updates on the Big Bash first game tonight. Thunder taking on the Stars. Yes, and uh, obviously they heard from Jaleesa that there was some concerns about uh, Marcus Stoinis and Joe Burns. Both have COVID or coming out of COVID. Wasn't sure where they were going to be playing. They were going to wait until the toss and close to the game, but both of them are in. So what does that mean for your super coaches? Are they, I are they, I've given up. Do you have, I'm, do you have I'm good. I, I've updated my side and nice. I have now I'm projected. I'm in the um, Jaleesa apps range. I'm around 1,100. Stratosphere. Yeah, I'm I'm stratosphere. Well, I'm not, I updated mine and went backwards. Mm, That's poor management. <laughs> poor coaching. <laughs> but you're, there's another surprise uh, person in the stars change rooms too. You're yeah, saying, on, the, on the Twitter they do have a, a video of uh, Glenn Maxwell giving an update. He's uh, playing. No, he's not playing. Oh. Obviously, he snapped his leg in several different places, but he's right. in the dressing room, um, and I think it's great. Is it's it? good? Well, it's good for him. I mean, yeah. it's just distracting all the other players now, knowing that they're not going. He's not going to be out there with them, hobbling around on his leg. Well, isn't he the? Why he's is a spirit, Isn't he a spiritual leader? He's a leader in the club. He's been there for ages. It's yeah, good to get him around. Oh, his experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you, know I know. you know you're struggling. I, I just, I just know when, when I was injured, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be around the boys and distract them. I, they had a job to do, and you just want to get out of their way. But you know, everyone's different, I guess. If you need a bloke with a broken leg to fire you up for the first game, you're yeah. in trouble. I think so. I mean, it's hard <laughs> to argue against a dual oh, international. Look, I mean, then, but they're not. They're also, they're also not going to. I mean, the, the thing is, right? If he's, if he's not there, yeah, then he gets hammered in the press. Where was Maxwell? Yeah, because like that's a, right. We do everything a, for the press yeah, now, don't yeah. we? It's a, it's, yeah. Then Pe- again, when you saw... like yourself. Oh, kidding. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. You are the press. Uh, fourth great, <laughs> fourth uh, greatest cricket uh, journalist in the country, by the way. Fourth. That's yeah, me. He's the fourth. Mm. But Martin Boyle for the World Cup, he got injured uh, just before uh, the World Cup. He was over in Qatar. He was the one that was on the crutches in the middle of the, uh, yeah. of the huddle every time. And that was great. Right? Yeah, but Everyone... he injured himself in Qatar. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? He got injured over there in training. Mm. Not, yeah. he, he didn't break his leg on a tennis court. Look, I've got no problem t- with him being was, in there. He was. playing tennis. Was he playing tennis? Or he was, was running, running away at the from party. his mate. <laughs> running away from a oh, mate or something. Well, I saw another article where it said <laughs> oh. tennis court. Okay. Yeah. Well, but he didn't have a drink, guys. Just want to no, stress this. Not, cricket, not. First thing Cricket Australia was, he never had a drink. Like, no yeah. one asked that. Yeah, right. What is like, you sure? You know every Australian's assumed it, though. 
<laughs> Every single cricket loving Australian has assumed it. Looks like Maxi got uh, blind and broke his leg. Yeah. No, no, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> he didn't. Oh, it happened to some player back in the day. He, he said he tripped on the he, he tripped on the gutter going to his car on his way to training in the morning. Yeah, definitely happened on the weekend out with the boys. <laughs> it does happen, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. A um, text here, Maddie. No name on it, but phone number finishing in double o eight. Uh, Matt, is Jackie Patterson your favourite co-contestant on Survivor? And is that because she could outbench you? Oh, that's probably from Jackie herself. Oh, it's Rocco, Keith and Chan, by the way. Oh, okay. Jackie is an absolute trooper. I actually saved her with my idol. I played it for her when she was going to get voted out. And she bought me an air fryer after the show. Did she? And had it delivered to my house. So, nice. How yeah. good are they, by the way? Oh, I love it. I love an air Chico fryer. Chico rolls, mate. That is. Mate, you meant to get an air fryer to eat healthy, to cook healthy. What's, I'm cooking a Chico roll healthy. <laughs> mate, there's nothing good about a Chico mate, roll. Mate, don't knock it. What do you mean? There's there's vegetables in it. Mm, what, what, are they, what holds them together, though? I don't even know what that is. Flavour. <laughs> Right. It's a, seriously, mate, yeah, I, I've got a business idea. Do you want to go halves? You just get I'm, the ends of Chico rolls and cut those and chuck them in the air for me. Mate, you don't need the middle bit. You just need the crunchy end oh, bits. Oh, they are good, though, the crunchy mate, end bits. Mate, seriously, 15 minutes in the air fryer, Chico roll, amazing. Oh, I'll, I'll keep that in mind I'll next buy time you a four I get a Chico pack. roll. Oh. I'll probably be about 70 by the time I, I get no, a No, no, mate, roll, you but... see them in the supermarket. I'll get you a four-pack mm. for Christmas. A lot of support on the, on the chat line here for uh, Candice Warner and you know, what she went through. Um, you know, uh, Steve from Dubbo says, Warner's fair game. He won't get any pity from me, but anyone else in the family to cop it is a disgrace, especially picking on a woman and kids. Mm. It's so true, isn't it? Like, I mean, oh, I've yeah. copped my fair share of abuse. And, you know, well, from, from fans off the field or, or more on the field? But both, obviously both. Um, well, not obviously, but yeah, look, it happens, you know, when you're at away games and you're walking in or you're walking out. Who are the worst? In rugby league, oh, who are the worst? Canberra. Really? Mate, they are just ruthless down there. Well, they're frustrated public, public servants. servants. This is my theory. It's like all week they've just got to be so well behaved and they go to the yeah. footy, paint their face, beat their drum and just go off. Yeah. and They I'll are you, angry. They, they're bad. Western Suburbs. The stories in my book, actually, my first game out at West. I'm, ha- I'm playing under 21s and there was like five people in the ground at this time. It was like midday and, you know, the, the main team, the A grade was playing at one, at three. Uh, we had reserve grade to go. Was this I'm, the old Lincoln Oval? Yep, old yep. Lincoln Oval. And I'm, I'm, having a, I'm having a kick. No, it was Campbelltown. Oh, was oh, it? Oh, I don't know. It was a long time ago. It was out west. It wasn't at Cronulla. And I'm, I'm lining up a shot at goal and I'm... This, there's a voice behind me and there's no one in the stand. So you can just hear every, hear every word. <laughs> it's you effing this and you this what? and you, you're only here. You got a glass jaw like your dad and blah, blah. Like it was just relentless. <laughs> I sort of look up at the ref and he's just like shakes his head. And, you know, I'm like, mate, like are you going to yeah. stop this? Anyway, I, 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 <laughs> I come back off the kick. I'm like literally two meters away from this person. Now I look over, it was like a 70 year old woman. Oh. Just absolutely lighting me up, and, mate, I, and then I I slotted the goal from the sideline. I nice. turned around and said, "Thanks for the encouragement, love." Yeah, and, that's and good. That's good. back, and I said to the ref, "What about that?" He goes, "Oh, mate, only out here that happens, but it's not true. It happens in a lot of places." Um, and look, you've got a right to go to the footy and you know say your piece, cheer for your team, bag the opposition to a degree. Yep. But when it starts to get personal and Family members are involved and children are involved. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's just you've crossed the line. It's just not on. Rugby fans, they wouldn't have abused. Oh, mate, 
Uh, you've got no really? idea. Mate, see, rugby fans in Australia are very different to rugby fans everywhere else in the world. We, we see rugby in this country very differently to the way that it's looked at. You go to South Africa. South Africa, is, it's, it's bigger than rugby league in Australia in South Africa. Yeah. Rugby union. Yeah. And they are... Oh, yeah, they would, yeah. They are mad. I, I, I can't tell you some of the... It, they actually, it's in the book. Okay. <laughs> but there's a, there's a particular sledge <laughs> that just, like, rattled me. And it was... It was well, a, it was just good. If they're anything I, like I, the cricket fans, which they're pretty much the same, right? Yeah. Oh, mate, they're they just love so passionate. It. You go up to like, I mean, this was at Ellis Park, so in Johannesburg, and it's like the big yeah. Dutchman, and just it's scary. I remember pulling up in the bus there for the first time. I'd, I'd played there in a test match. They ran a big ring of rope around the bus, and and pulled the rope about fifteen meters off the bus. Security guards ran inside the rope and had like assault rifles, and they were basically pointing them at the crowd to keep them no away way. from us. And I was like, is this like for show or, and the boy's like, no, mate, just get into the dressing room and get yourself ready. And this particular sledge, I was sitting on the sideline, just, you know, we're warming up and this person kept yelling my name and I turned around and then they just hit me with it. And one of the, and I just, I just had, I had no comeback. I had nothing. Just totally like, I was just like, wow, turned around and one of the boys, they got you, didn't they? He said, mate, just, you don't look into the crowd here, mate. Well, did, you ever, did you ever fear for your life though? Uh, there, were, there were times when I was, I was genuinely in fear for my family who were going to be in the crowd. My wife, we played a game in Marseille. Mm. Uh, in Marseille, they have a moat around the field. The, the fans are nuts in Marseille. Wow. Uh, we're playing France. You run out to a wall of fans. Like on the other side of the field, you walk up. You run, there's a, a, this, this one stand holds like 40,000 people. It runs from trial line to trial line. It's just a big wall of concrete, and they all just sit on it. <laughs> and, mate, I was there warming up, and just the abuse we were copping, and I was just terrified. And Chloe was on her way to the game, and she had a wallaby gear on, and she, oh, was, no. she was with a friend. I rang them. I got into the dressing room. I rang them. I said, Chloe... Do not take all the wallaby gear off, put it in your bag, and do not speak English. Like, she actually speaks French. So I said, just speak French. Fair and tell God. Adrian not to speak. That was her friend who she was with. I said, wow. tell her not to speak uh, and only speak French. I was concerned. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's some, and it's, they are passionate, mate. I mean, in the south of France, in, in South Africa, in New Zealand. I mean, when you go there and you play, it's very different, different, mm. different style of crowd than you get here in Australia following the rugby. Wonderful stories. I wonder if there is, uh, I wonder if these fans, the Argentinians, are very passionate. Lotado Martinez, the striker for Argentina. He scores! And the blue and white dream is still alive. Argentina has survived the orange scare, but they have sent the Netherlands home. And it's Argentina into the final four of the World Cup. Yeah, Matt, um, we're going to talk to Adam Peacock uh, from Code Sports and also does uh, Saturday mornings on SEN uh, with the Saturday Morning Mowers Club. In fact, I think Adam is on the line now. Adam Peacock, are you there? I am. Sorry about that. I was on another another phone call. So, um, yeah. Oh, that's all right. We can wait. Yeah, we're not, <laughs> mate, we're, we're, we're only sitting here working out our big bash uh, super coach yeah, teams, mate. Right. Are you involved in that sort of stuff? Are you, do you do that? No, no. Anti, or not anti it, but I just, I'm, I'm a serial, I'll do it, and then three weeks in, I forget about it, and then. Yeah, what? you're behind the eight ball. So, yeah. Um, 
nah, you, you, you miss one, Matty, you miss two, and then it's like, oh, what yeah. am I doing this? And the number of English Premier League fantasy seasons that I didn't even get to September um, <laughs> and keep hearing when the season starts in August. So, no, I'll leave that for other people. Have you had any sleep over the last three weeks? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Probably, like, slept really well to me. You haven't been writing any articles for Code then, have you? But, mate, it's all been the World Cup, right? And you've been in Qatar. Yeah. You're back home now. Uh, what was that experience yeah. like over there, Adam? Different. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a different joint to what we're used to out here, but it, expecting that. And, look, it was uh, – football-wise, it was unreal. Like, I, I got to 18 World Cup games, so um, I'm never going to do that at a, a single World Cup ever again. Um, but culturally and, yeah, just experiencing a different place like a, a Middle Eastern culture like I did, it was, uh, was eye-opening. Some of it was great. Some of it was like, oh, don't know about that, but, um, hey, it's their backyard. They can do what they want with it. Mate, tell me the, 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 the energy around a soccer World Cup, a FIFA World Cup. I mean, I've, I've been around a rugby World Cup. I've been around, and that was, the, you know, the energy in the streets and the, in the cities that we played in was amazing. What was it like? How many? I mean, it's the biggest sporting event in the world, and soccer fans are notoriously passionate. What's it like around the mm. grounds and in the bars and so on? Yeah, not many bars in Doha. Only, but, um, <laughs> there was a couple. We found them. We found. Them. Look over there. They they want their um, Middle Eastern or their Islamic values to to shine, and they don't want people drinking in the street. They don't want bars. So you can go into five-star hotels and they're hidden away and you've got to walk through a door and then another door. Then you're in the bar and it's like, oh, this is like home. So they're, they're just Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're off Broadway. So um, that that in itself is an experience. But the World Cup, you're, you're right. Like I went to, I had the fortune of being able to take in a Brazil game, um, take in a, a couple of Argentina games. Um, the, the passion of these these people was red hot. Now it was a little different because usually the European nations travel in huge numbers, but it wasn't quite. I, I think a lot of the lead up and the, the the stories in the Western media about what Doha or what Qatar is about and, and what it's like, it, it spooked a lot of people and, and kept them away. But the, the South Americans are mad, like those Argentinians. There was forty thousand of them at our game against mm. them, and they just sung from an hour before kickoff until well mm. after full time. It was just amazing. It was fantastic. I noticed on Sunday morning that wonderful game between England and France, a lot of the fans actually flew in that day because it's easier to fly the six hours from England or France than it is to find somewhere decent to stay. So, geez, these fans are committed. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was to do with the the lead-up. It was really hard, actually, to book accommodation in the lead-up. It was like a really confusing process and they didn't quite have it down pat. So a lot of people were actually flying in and out of Dubai to the games and yeah. Abu Dhabi um, and also Amman. I know a lot of people there. And, yeah, some people were flying all the way from England. It was a six-hour flight. It's like basically us flying to Perth almost. Yeah, so yeah. not there, not too hard. But, um, yeah, it was staying there for the whole two. Like, we stayed in a like a really middle-class area. Like we've stayed in just a normal apartment. We had a lot of North African expats around us, Tunisians, Moroccans, wonderful people, welcoming, um, happy, good to have a chat and laugh with. I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I, I, I was happy that we stayed there rather than some 
four-star, five-star hotel, some concrete monstrosity that has no soul. We we, we kind of got out in, in the streets a bit, and it was that was a good aspect of it. Yeah, nice one. So onto the football, or the soccer, as many of our listeners will know mm. as. Who do you want to win, and who do you think will win? Uh, who do I want to win? Um, I want the Socceroos to win, but that's yes. probably <laughs> improbable right yeah. now. Mm. Um, yeah, I, don't, I honestly don't care who wins. I just hope these games are... Uh, and known for the football. I, I did notice how the quarterfinals, there's a lot of whinging about the refereeing, which yeah. I found hard to cop. Like, even Harry Maguire had a pop at the ref in their game for 50 50 decisions going against. Well, the 50 50 decisions for a reason. Like, yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you go down one path of 50, well, another 50 are going to think that you're wrong. So, yeah. um, and they totally switched off on the goal that France ended up being the winner for France, that header from Giroud. So, yeah, yeah I, I didn't like that aspect. I hope the football speaks for itself. I think. Croatia are a bit of a smoky chance against more than a smoky chance against Argentina, even though it's the story of Messi and it's going to be his World Cup. I think Croatia are a big chance, and I do think France will get over the top of Morocco, who who have done so well to get to the semi-finals. Yeah, that is a real Cinderella story, that Morocco, isn't it? I mean, the first African nation mm. to get to the semi-finals, if I'm correct. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah right. You know your soccer. Right? Yeah. So well, my my daughter is a, is I mean I I know how how passionate soccer fans are because I'm one of them now. My daughter plays in the NPL and I uh, I just love watching her play and I'm and I I can understand the frustration and the emotion that goes into the game because you watch it and there are so few chances so that when you get them, I mean, what's your advice? Um, I'm trying to remember whether we're going to air this or not. What's the what's the advice you gave her? Uh, about scoring, can we say it on air? No, no, we can't. Right, okay. no. and I'm a good parent, and I'm a, and I am a good parent. Just so you know, I have docs on my door. Uh, I forget what we can and can't say on no, air. After but, time, but Adam, I, I'm just uh, like I, I love, I, I love the, the the Morocco story, but um, but I, I, I feel like I would just love to see a player who has has been so generational in in Lionel Messi. You'd just love to see him lift the World Cup. I mean, I would. For, yeah. for the sake yeah, of what he's done in the game. It's just that missing piece. That's probably the moment that the, the organisers, like the Qataris want. They want this photo to be, and it would stand the rest of time, like Messi standing there on a podium with the World Cup in Qatar yeah. after finally winning the World Cup. That, that's what the organisers want. That's what all of Argentina wants. That's what a lot of fans around the world who love this guy like yourself want but everyone else wants something entirely different so um, oh, well, yeah think, that, that's the, I, I, the story i think france have had their i mean france are a good side they're defending champions but you know they're french um <laughs> which like I, i've had, my fair, french I've had, I've had uh, my fair share of challenges in france i got lost before well, a test match yeah, yeah. And I was in a village and I tried to get someone to direct me back to the hotel. They sent me in the wrong direction and I had an hour to get to the game oh. and I got like, completely lost. I had to ring my wife and get her to speak to someone in French to get the directions to get back to the hotel. So your French is not that <laughs> no, great, mate. Maddie, no. Oui, oui, si, c'est la vie. I've got French written on me in Italian. But yeah, like, I, I, I would love to see, um, I mean, wouldn't it be amazing if we saw the Croatia Morocco final. Well, I'd like to see. I don't. I don't buy into the whole Messi uh, dream, but, I, but I'm not a passionate soccer supporter. But, but you're but, not an athlete. You don't understand what it's well, like. Well, I could to go have been through, at one stage. But you don't understand what it's like to suffer and go through and try so hard to get to the. Like my last game of rugby league was a prelim final, and I'd never won a grand final, and we lost. But man, he's and going it, all right. He's on about seven hundred million bucks a matter. year. 
He's all right. If he, if he was all right for money, he would have quit 10 years ago. He had enough money then. No, he's yeah. putting more in the bank. That's what he's doing. Now, I'd like to see Croatia uh, get some redemption for the 2018 loss. I'd like to see him beat France in the final. That'd be interesting. I'd back, love to see Morocco. Back. But Morocco can't beat France, can they? Adam. Uh they can, they can, because they play a style which frustrates the opposition. So they they defend really deep, um, like in between the lines. So you've, you've got, four, say, the four or five defenders, and then the next line of defenders, and then the next line. It's usually three lines. They have literally no space in between those lines. So you have to go over them, around them, because you can't go through them. Right. And over and around is difficult to do sometimes because if you've got numbers in the box to defend the around scenario with the cross coming in, and they defend their box really well, and then they can break and, and create some chances, they're dangerous. They're but dangerous. Attacking wise, attacking wise, how many shots on goal did Morocco have in the last game? I mean, don't know, but they only had about twenty four percent of possession, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, I think they had like one. Yeah, but they're, yeah. They're and really, they scored. They're really no, they're, they're actually really functional in the sense that they don't need a lot of possession to create chances. I think they had nine shots right, on goal okay. last, last yep. in Portugal. So, and they, they've had, like, no, like against Spain, they had 23% possession, but they were still creating chances. So that Spain, like, just played them off the park with passing, but they couldn't create. Morocco, like, Spain still had more shots, but Morocco, with what they had, they were doing more with it. And that's a really dangerous mix sometimes in a one-off game. Yeah. All right, mate, we're going to let you go in just a sec. Uh, one last question for you. Who's your player of the tournament so far? Probably Lionel Messi. Um, the Croatian goalkeeper, whose name shouldn't escape me, but escapes me right now. He's been awesome in all the last two penalty shootouts. But Messi is the focal point. From a French point of view, Antoine Griezmann. Um, so everyone says Mbappe because he's the athlete, he's the star, all that. But Griezmann's the, the little guy with the blonde hair that's running around, running yep. things for France. And if they are to beat Morocco, I think he will have to be the best player in the park, and he can be. So at the moment, if the golden ball is the player of the tournament, I think it's between Griezmann and, um, and Messi at the moment. Right, yeah. Adam Peacock, love the work you do for Code Sports, mate. And us here at SCN, uh, love uh, love your coverage of the soccer. I'm glad you had a, a wonderful trip. Uh, Adam had this amazing trip. He went to he went to England and then went to Qatar with the whole family, mate. That would have been amazing, a great experience. Oh, I didn't take the whole family with oh. me to Qatar, and I only took my boy to England. So yeah, the girls are really happy with me. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, uh, you got some Christmas shopping to do, mate. Yeah, get, get them the Matt Rogers book for Christmas, yeah, mate. Yeah, that'll that'll go down stores. well. Yeah. All the <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, mate, don't laugh about, about it. it. <laughs> mate, go to Big W. They're already pre-signed by the cat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam. Thanks for your time tonight, mate. See you, mate. Love chatting to you. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, there you go. Matty, uh, there goes Adam Peacock. Love chatting to Jizzy yeah. knows a lot. He, he does about a lot. He a does lot about a lot. He does, and you know what? I love his articles at Code Sports too. It's uh, those articles that they write on Code Sports, and this is not—I'm not getting paid to say this, or it's not a promotion—but they just go that bit further, and yeah. written by some pretty smart blokes, including Adam Peacock. So, yeah, well, I think um, you know Adam's got a reputation of someone that you can trust and talk to, and. Um, you know, there are some journos out there that don't have that reputation amongst players and 
And I think when you can speak to a journalist of that nature, mm. you, you do tend to open up a little bit more and go a bit deeper. And yeah, he does. You know, and I've seen some of his stuff and it's great. Uh, greatest sporting moments of 2022. We're going to add someone else to that list. We'll do it next here on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, I know Badge and Sats. Uh, Badge is on holidays and Sats is celebrating his 51st birthday in Penrith uh, today. Helping his young bloke Jack settle into the rift. Join Robson Civil Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. Matty, we started last night with our greatest sporting moments of 2022 and tonight we celebrate another great female Australian athlete. And, of course, it is Ash Barty. Uh, Starting off early in the year and out of mind for a lot, but in January, Ash Barty crowned her achievements with a win at the Australian Open. Um, And then we know what happened after that. The story of Ash, as we all know and love, started off in Ipswich. She made her Australian Open debut at the age of 15 in, in 2012. She won a few doubles uh, before announcing a hiatus from the game in 2014. And then she took up cricket for the Brisbane Heat and killed it. Yeah. And then thought, why not? I'll go back to tennis in 2016. It was the break she needed from the game. Yeah. It's, you know, we, we from the outside look at our athletes and just think they're going to keep doing it. But you don't understand the pressures that come with being a professional athlete day in, day out. And particularly in in her world as a tennis player, you're on your own. And, mm. and it can be a lonely place at times. Um, now, I'm a bit of a golfer, and I'll go, all right. Um, and my mate, who's a pro golfer, says to me, you've got to practice, you've got to practice. Like, I don't want to go and practice on my own. You want to enjoy it. I want to I'm, I'm play it because I want to yeah. play with my mates and have yeah. the banter and that. But that's the world of a tennis player or a golfer, or you know, and we don't see those pressures and what gets to you over time. And, you know, obviously she needed a break, and... She came back refreshed, and boy, did she come back. Well, she won the French Open in 2009. She came back to the game in 2016, but won the French in 2019, and then she had another 11-month break. She went away, and then she won some tournaments uh, leading up to her Wimbledon victory uh, as well. Uh, And then with all the expectation and pressure, Barty managed to reach the final, losing only one service game. Uh, in the final at the Australian Open, and this is how it happened. A destiny is fulfilled. This is just a dream come true for me, and I'm I'm so proud to be an Aussie. So thank you so much, everyone. We'll see you next time. Yeah, she became the first Australian woman since uh, Chris O'Neill in 1978 to win the Australian Open and was undefeated in the 2022 season, which included 11 straight single wins uh, and, and tournament titles in Adelaide and Melbourne, plus a doubles triumph. Don't forget that. And then in March, she surprised us all by announcing her retirement. Yeah, it was, it was, it was devastating news for us who love seeing Ash Barty on the court. But, you know, it's her choice. And, jeez, um, how can you just not love her? Mm. You know, she's just such a humble, just great role model for all the young women coming up into any sport, you know, someone who you can look at and go... Well, any part of life. Any part of life. Yeah, you're right. And you're a right. wonderful Indigenous Australian yeah. as well. And I hope we still get to see Ash Barty around the place, whether it's promoting 
uh, women uh, and, and working with young women in particular, as you said, or working in the Indigenous community. Yeah. I hope we still get to see a lot of it. Because yeah, absolutely. I've never met anyone who said a bad word about no, it. Yeah, I mean, and if they did, uh, you know, you just – You'd write it off because we'd well, punch I mean, him in the face. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah I, I mean, mean, violence is never no, the answer. No, no. Just ask Will Smith. <laughs> and things can go pear shaped when you slap. Yes, someone. don't slap someone. Well, <laughs> no, he still won the Oscar. Uh, <laughs> Sixty years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. You know what? My favourite moment of Ash Barty was her sitting. I think she's an Essendon or no Richmond supporter. Right. Sitting in the crowd at the Gabba with a, a beer, watching the footy. How yeah, good. I know. Just while she's still well, she, she's sport. also like you know a scratch golfer. She's Brookwater oh. um, club champion. She, I mean, she can do it all. And it, you know, look when you've got so much talent, and you can, there are so many other things that you want to do. Because when you when you want to be the best at something, it has to own your life, mm. and you need to be obsessive over it. Like you can't afford not to be. Is this like you with the Big Bash uh, super, uh, coach? super coach? It yeah, is. you it have is. obsessed. I, I, Rogers just got out. I did have him and I t- took him out and he was going really well there for a minute. So I'm, I'm glad he got out. I'm okay. not really glad he got out. But By the way, the Stars are two for 32 uh, at um, in Canberra at Monica Oval at the moment. So After first game. Overs, yeah. First game of the Big Bash. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited about the Big Bash. I'm into yeah, it. I'm loving year. it. I'm, loving I'm, it. I'm into it. A uh, seven-seat Kia Sorrento brings you Sports Day. When we come back, we're going to run through a heap of your text. There's lots of them. And, oh, there is. Outstanding. Plus, Tuesday, true or false? Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, it is uh, Matt Rogers, Jason Matthews here tonight. 0457 736 736 is our text number. You want to get a uh, text through to Matty uh, yeah. or you can call 1300 01 uh, 1170. Tuesday, true or false? Yes. Oh, I just wanted to read a text. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, from Rooster Muzz. Rat, my best ever Wallaby back row, back and forward, Tim Horan and John Eels. Best ever all black back and forward, Christian Cullen and Michael Jones. Best overall rugby player, without a shadow of a doubt, the mercurial Michael Jones. Your thoughts, please. Michael Jones was um, was an absolute specimen, a monster of a man. Played open side flanker um, before you know. B- back in the no- early nineties, eighties, was just phenomenal. Was uh, a Mormon, I believe. Wouldn't play on Sundays. Yeah, wow. Um, but just absolute freak of a talent. Um, Christian Cullen. Uh, as a 85 kilo fullback, uh, was absolute lightning and was the strongest. We had the, the the biggest bench press in the All Black squad, like absolute freak of a man. Um, I, I I I can't not agree with with what you've got there. I would probably put my best back um, in the Wallabies um, as Steve Larkham, right, um, okay, just yep. phenomenal, just such a gifted and talented player. And the best forward, well, the best forward I played with, I would probably say Todai Kefu. Yeah. Um, just absolute freak of a man. I spent some time with him last week, and he actually got a home invasion. Yeah, that's right. Three, four, four teenagers. They broke into the wrong house. Yeah, I know. You. Um, but he was, yeah, it was a... Has he recovered moment. all right, Matty? Um, he, they've had a few struggles. 
Um, Rachel's wife has, you know, been a bit nervous about going back to the house and stuff. Yeah. And there's been a lot of crime in the area, unfortunately. Um, just, you know, young kids. And he, he was shocked at the, he just said, man, I just couldn't believe the age of these kids. He goes, you know, 13, 14 years old. And he, they just look so young, mm. you know, and, um, yeah, a shocking moment, uh, for the, for the Kefu family. And, um, yeah, I love those guys, but yeah, he was one heck of a guy to have on your team. Eels Muzz has sent in a text as well. Massive fan of your league and union career. Who was the toughest opponent you had to mark in both codes? Oh, toughest opponent. Well, I, I had to mark Jonah Loma a couple of times, and that wasn't much fun. Um, yeah, but the, the toughest opponent. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to go past Joey. Like he just was such a competitor, and he played the game on a different level to everybody else. So. Um, you know, playing against the Joey Johns at his prime, um, yeah, it was pretty terrifying because you just never knew yeah. what he was going to do. Yeah. And I remember, you know, playing wing in my the early part of my career, you know, kick downfield and I, you know, I get the ball and I run in field and, you know, there's, you know, Mark Sargent, there's Paul Harrigan, there's Adam Muir and then there's Andrew Johns. I'm like, oh, I'll run on Andrew Johns. He absolutely cut me in half. Um, so yeah, I probably I probably would have been better off running at the chief and putting a little sidestep <laughs> on, and you know him just grabbing me. But Joey picked every bit of it and and got me. Um, you know, I should have zigged when I zagged. <laughs> That's for sure. Hector has asked. Uh, I'd love to hear the great man's opinion as to which sport was tougher to play, league or union. He said, I once tried to ask Big Dell, and he just started talking about how fantastic he, he was, was at both. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, boys. Um, it, it's it, mate, rugby league was harder for me, um, but. Oh, I wasn't Phil War or George Smith or Todd Ikefi with my head and, and the you know the bottom of rucks chasing balls to mm. win it for me to be able to run around and look pretty doing. Mm. So, rugby league was a was a far tougher game for me, um, just because it's a it, it it's a more more it's not as fast as, and I, I, people I say it's not as fast as rugby union and people are like what it's it's always stopping but when the game's actually being played it's a lot faster than rugby league. You've got no time to you know, wait for someone to get up and play the ball. Like, it's it's played. Jeez, we long for those days again, no, Matty. Oh, mate. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, but, yeah, look, it, it 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 was definitely rugby league for me. But um, the game itself uh, of rugby, I just, you know, people ask me, what do I, what do I like more? You know, it's, it's like asking me which kid I love the most. On yeah. any given day, there's one that I love the most. Well, but, feel free to answer. <laughs> but there's not, uh, there's not one that I love the most all the time. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> Steve from Dubbo, by the way, who's listened to the audio book, uh, which Matt, oh, you're meant to be reciting that in full. Yeah. Uh, he said he knows that sledge you're talking about. Uh, that's usually a sledge that happens on field. Those fans are ruthless over there. Oh, We're- they are. And, and I'll tell you what, when I turned around, it wasn't just a small man in the crowd. It was about a six foot eight big <laughs> Dutchman from up in the high felt. And Don't mention just, the sledge. Mate, just straight down the barrel at me. And I just, I just turned around. I just couldn't, I literally could not. I had nothing. I, I, I wore, he was sitting next to me. He's like, he got you. He goes, mate, just hide us front, mate. Don't, don't look back there. And uh, yeah, it was a good one. Uh, what else have we got here? Oh, just on the, um, I've got a, a, a Tuesday true or false for you. Can Cam Bancroft play for Australia again? And that's also on the text here too uh, from Alex. How long before Cameron Bancroft gets considered to play for, an, for Australia again? He seems to have been forgotten. It's an interesting question, isn't it? Because mm. Warner and Smith are back there doing their thing. Well, Warner's back there. I don't know if he's doing his thing. Well, he wants he, he wants that leadership <laughs> band lift, but that won't happen. No, that's not going to happen. I still don't understand how Steve Smith can captain and Dave Warner can't. I, st- I still don't understand that. Yeah. It's a, it's, uh, a, it's a weird one, but... 
Yeah. There's a lot of decisions that come out of Cricket Australia at the moment, which I don't understand. But, I, I mean, look, if Bancroft's runs and his form warrant it and there's a spot there, I mean, look, I mean, where where are we in, you know, a month's time if we're still going, well, Warner's not scoring any runs at the test level? And this, this South African pace attack is good. It's solid. Yeah, Very yeah. good. Forget the West Indies, which was the worst cricket series I've seen, by the way. And I've seen, I've seen some, some very good cricket journalists come out and say, listen, you look at Pakistan and England and you see these test series that are amazing. And then here we've got West Indies versus Australia to kick off our summer. And the only reason they went as long as they did was because we decided not to enforce the follow-on yeah. because of sports science. You know, right. it's rubbish. Well, Carl Hooper came out and really gave it to the Wings. He did. And, you know, probably rightfully so. Like, he played in an era that – and he talked about, you know, you were handed down the responsibility to keep that the West Indies at the top, you know, for so many years. For 20, 30 years, they were just a devastating pace attack. Batsmen that could score runs anywhere. The Viv Richards, the Malcolm Holdings, the – you know, all these... Every uh, player feared that Amazing player. I mean, you, you hear Greg Ritchie tell his stories about facing the West Indies when he was playing for Queensland and just... <laughs> mate, it is the funniest stories. But that was the reality of it. Now mm. it's just like, oh, the Windies are coming. Yeah. No. We'll notch that up for a win. Yeah, yeah. But what I, what I, what I will say, you know, I'm, I, I've lost my way a little bit with cricket in terms of support. You know, I don't know whether, it's, whether there's too much... That whether, comes up a lot, Matty. You know, like, I don't know what I'm watching, you know, who's yeah. in the team, who's doing what, you know, that sort of stuff. And I, and I want to get back into it. And, I, and I've got to say, watching Marnus Labashane, as Matt Hayden said, dip his chips into the run gravy throughout <laughs> that series <laughs> was just, it got, it got me excited again, you know, yeah. to see our players in the runs and, and scoring well and, you know, I'm I'm excited about this series. I'm I'm, I'm very excited. I'm planning about this on series. going up to the Gabba on Saturday and yep. being there for day one. And yep. you know, look, I, you know, I mean, if we got beat by the Windies, are we then saying, oh, it's the worst series? You know, what, I mean, we can only do what you know. We can only beat the team we can, that we're up against. What's in front of us? Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Uh, I think the other thing, and and the text machine blows up every night. We just want to. St- this can we just leave politics out of sport for a while? Can we just go back to playing good, hard cricket, enjoying ourselves, celebrating our successes, and leave everything else at the front door? You don't yeah. need to. You don't need to. And, and we we all watch sport, right? We all watch sport to escape the rubbish. Yeah, I, I mean, I, my, my my theory on 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 all that stuff, and it's a big, it's a, it's, you can talk about it for hours, and we don't have time. We have. But it's it's like you know, look if if you've got a platform, do something to help kids, or do something that can you can make a serious impact on someone, or in your like around you, you know. Like I think that we've got a we've got an opportunity to do that as athletes and as someone with a platform. But yeah, when you, when it gets too political, it just it does turn me off. Absolutely, a little bit. yeah, it, it, it turns a lot of our fans off. Okay, mate, listen, I'm going to go. Well, not our fans, but cricket fans. I'm talking about. Yeah. we don't have any at Sports Day. Uh, the seven-seat Kia Sereno Large SUV, uh, they bring you Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. you got the last laugh, joke of the night, ready? Oh, yeah, Don't yeah. read the one suggested uh, by Rooster Muzz. I will not have that one on the air, <laughs> but you find a clean one next. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. 
Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, no Badge, no Sats. It's been a pleasure having Matty Rogers in the studio tonight. Uh, weather update, New Farm Australia through and through. For those listening in Newcastle on 2HD, one of my favourite radio stations, I've uh, got Christmas Under the Stars on Saturday night at King Edward Park. Uh, max of 25 and a mostly sunny day tomorrow. Low of 15 overnight. Never taking my kids to one carols by candlelight. Never. New Farms products are formulated. Are you a Grinch? No, I'm not. I'm smart. New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. You know what? Even when they came on the telly. It's such a joy to be around <laughs> this time of year. It's... Mate, I love Christmas. I just hate the crap music that goes with it. Right, okay. Keep that to yourself, you choir. Mariah Carey Christmas carols. We play that every morning. On do the, you? Well, not every morning, every Christmas morning. Oh, I do we that as well. And, uh, but put I the mate, kids in the Christmas trip. Would you put lights up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're you really bad. I need to get new ones from I Bunnings. I actually got my tree <laughs> delivered and decorated. A live tree, real tree. So my house smells like a pine forest. It's beautiful. And oh, they come I wish and they, I was rich. They decorate it all for you. Do you? It's brilliant. Is that and why you got half like, of it on your and, lip today? And people are like... Mate, you're taking away the joy of Christmas. My, my kids are 15 and 16. The Maybe. last thing they want to do is decorate a tree. I don't want to do it. They want a tree, and then they come and pick it up on the yeah. 25th of January and take it away. They, they just want their iPhone, your kids. That's That's exactly, mate, you want to see my daughter's list. <laughs> Rafa has sent us a text. Hey, boys, Ash Barty is a wonderful, wonderful, humble person. You're absolutely right. Uh, danger. Come on, boys. He sent us a text. Come on, boys. She puts herself out there. This is about Candace Warner. Now I think it's absolutely disturbing. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to read that. Uh, cricket. Uh, Woogie Bagcroft was selected for a bunch of tests after his ban. His technique opening was horrible, and he had to go for good. That's Bondi Jack. Oh, there we go. How stupid is cricket, Australia? And if I was Channel 7, I'd be asking for a change next year, as apparently uh, in summer we're playing the Windies again, another two tests. No, that can't be possible. No. Really? Uh, evening, Jason and Maddie on the abuse to Candace Warner. Absolutely horrible. Whatever happened to you, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. That advice was given to me by my nana, and I'm doing my best to pass on to my seven kids. Seven kids. Seven kids. Jesus, been busy. Get a TV. I know. <laughs> hey, uh, for expert car service, book in your local Repco service centre as well. Maddie, there's a lot of pressure on you because Scott Sattler every night, um, well, he doesn't deliver the goods. Uh, it's pretty well, yeah. ordinary. Yeah, well, right. well, I, I don't hang, want to say that. Hang what? on, I've got an intro. You ready? Yeah. Here, here we go, here we go, one second. Here we go. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Um, rat, I mean, not Sats, yes. Well, well, you know, well, what's that calendar called? Advent, advent calendar. Advent calendar. Yep. I'm afraid for the advent calendar. <laughs> Why? Its days are numbered. It's oh no. Cheers, <laughs> Jack. Yes, Close Jack. Me. Thank you, Jack. Ah, another outstanding show, fellas. Absolute radio gold. I thought I would have missed Sats. Boy, I was wrong. That's from Steve. Thanks for your text, mate. <laughs> Rat. Get the book for Christmas, A Father's Son. A Father's Son. All good bookstores. Mate, loved having you here. I'm going to kick your butt in Supercoach as well. Oh, you're on. We'll see you again soon. Yeah, mate.